0: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to New Life Downtown. My name is Glenn Packiam. I get to serve as uh, the pastor here. Listen, I, I kind of want to do this in two parts today. I want to take about 10 minutes or so up front and just share with you uh, some things about the vision of what we've come through with 2018 and where we're heading in 2019, uh, a vision about the church, and then we'll turn from there uh, to our text and, and uh, explore the, the scriptures together. So sometimes one of the questions we get is, okay, so, so how do things work around here at New Life Downtown? Uh, what, is, uh, what does this look like or what does that look like? And sometimes you may hear these announcements and kind of catch little bits and pieces of uh, different events or courses or classes, and you're like, I don't even know how this all fits. And so I want to just kind of give you a little bit of a report, but also give you some vision of, of what our heart is in, in laying out some of these pieces. And so there's three kind of headers that I want to cover this morning. The first is, is the question that we get a lot is: so, what does discipleship and formation look like at New Life Downtown? How do we grow in Christ? Well, one of the things we talk about often is we say, you know, we being d- discipled, being formed in the image of Christ happens as we worship together, as we connect with one another, as we serve together. And so certainly even our worship services are, are done with, with this in mind. It's one of the reasons why we're thoughtful about the songs that we sing and the sermon series that we do and, and uh, it's why we come to the Lord's table every week. That's part of how, uh, what forms us as the people of God. It's even why we Mark the church calendar because that's a way of saying, hey, let's think about time with reference to the life of Christ and that the story of Jesus so that it shapes us. But it goes beyond Sundays. And so I want to name for you some of the ministries that are part of our life together as New Life Downtown. Many of you who are parents with kids in the home, you already know about our children's ministry classes uh, that happen on Sundays. Uh, Some of you may not be aware that in 2018 we launched a student ministry in a more robust way. We actually have, during the 11 a.m. service, um, junior high, middle school uh, student ministry that happens every Sunday during the 11 a.m. service. In fact... The crazy guy in the announcement videos, Malachi, is our youth pastor. And if you're like, man, that guy's a little like over the top, you're like, yeah, but he's our youth pastor, you know? So the kids love him. So, so he's there on Sunday, but he's also a, a really wonderful uh, and godly person. He's teaching the Bible to our uh, young people. And so that happens on uh, 11 a.m. on Sundays. And our high school group meets on Wednesday nights uh, during the week at the Commons. And, and we've heard some great reports about that, including uh, students co- bringing their friends in who have had no kind of church background, no context of reading the Bible, and so people are finding out about uh, the Lord in a wonderful way. We also have marriage ministries here. Pastor Evan Riedall oversees a number of different pieces of this. There's premarital days where couples who are uh, uh, preparing for um, either engagement or for marriage itself can kind of come and, and hear and be connected with marriage mentors, and we have Jim and Martha Cole who lead a group called First Year that's designed to help a young marrieds in their first year, first couple years of marriage, navigate a number of, of different issues and topics. And, and then we have parenting ministries, which my wife, Holly uh, Packiam, leads. And so there's a there's a mom's group that happens, but there's also a parenting course. So that leads us to the next piece of this, courses. Uh, there's a spiritual parenting course that happens every year. It usually happens in the fall on Sunday mornings, where we talk through what it looks like for parents to come alongside and walk with their children in the way of the Lord. And the reason we do this. Let me just say this philosophy here about even our kids and young people, students and all of that. We don't believe in, letting, in in asking people to outsource discipleship to the church. Uh, we believe that parents, fathers, mothers, single parents, whatever that may be, that all of us, you guys are the primary disciplers of your children. And so the role of the church is to come alongside you and resource you with some of these courses and some of these groups and some of these uh, uh, things that can help you. But really, we want to walk with you as you walk with your children in the way of Christ. Two of the other courses that we offer every year. uh, It's called the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality and Emotionally Healthy Relationships. These were developed by some friends of ours in Queens, New York, and has been running for a couple decades now. It's wonderful, wonderful practical material on on the spirituality side, spiritual practices that help us kind of do some deep reflection and develop a deep inner life with God. And then the Emotionally Healthy Relationships course helps us in our relationships with one another, as you might guess. And those courses, I think we do three of them a year and they kind of alternate. Tomorrow night, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality starts up. It's an eight-week run, and I think it's already filled up. There's 42 people signed up, plus eight uh, table hosts, and so you can look for the next run of that. And then from courses, we also have meal groups. Now, we've had meal groups at New Life Downtown pretty much from day one, from the first summer uh, as a church. We're six and a half years in. And the reason we do this is because we think there's something beautiful about the simplicity of opening up your home and sharing a meal with other people. It's what the early Christians did. They broke broke bread together with glad and sincere hearts. And so there's other layers to this. We want to help you if your group wants to read the scriptures together. We want to help you if you want to get into a, a deeper conversation but aren't sure of what questions or what prompts to use to help with that so that you don't end up just having a meal and saying, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm great. You know? And so if you hate deep discussion, you're going to learn to love it. Okay. And, um, and it's not too late to become a group leader. We want to invite you into that. You can uh, stop by the serve table in the lobby and find out a bit more about that. The second question that we often get is, well, what does outreach look like? What are the ways to serve beyond serving at the church? We know there's all these teams here and and prep team and teardown team and and, and children's ministry classes, but what about beyond the church? Well, I want to tell you a few of the highlights of 2018 that have been really uh, special to us. So we've been involved in a partnership with a ministry called Kids Hope. And Kids Hope, Uh, invites people to spend one hour a week with one child, and they kind of match together one church with one school. And so we've been partnered with Queen Palmer Elementary over the last few years, and have seen some wonderful things happen. In fact, the school has come to us for some specific needs that they've discovered as they learn more about the families or the kids that are there at Queen Palmer. We've been able to serve in a number of ways. But in 2017, we had 12 children in the mentoring program that, that we were able to mentor Well, in 2018, that number went more than double, and we mentored 30 kids in 2018. 30 kids had someone, one of you, meeting with them one hour a week throughout the school year. Isn't that awesome? So massive, massive... Thanks to you guys, to Virginia Rowland for her leadership of this. The the other ministry that we've been involved in for a number of years is Royal Family Kids Camp. And this is uh, an organization that helps put on a camp for kids who are in the foster system. And last year, you guys, 72 volunteers, many of whom, I don't know the exact number, but I want to say it's something like 50 or 60 of those 72 come from New Life downtown gave up a week of their summer to serve, and we had 70 kids who went to camp and had the best week of their life. So thank you for your faithfulness there. And actually, about 20 of the volunteers continue to mentor those kids and meet with those kids throughout the year. A Springs Rescue Mission, you all know that Larry Yonker, who's the CEO there, attends here at New Life Downtown, and so we try to find Uh, strategic moments to be able to partner with them. Last year during Lent, we invited you to give sacrificially to help them remodel part of their space to make a women's shelter. And uh, you all gave $13,000 so that they could have this women's shelter now at the Springs Rescue Mission. Tremendous. And then at Advent, you followed it up with 35 bags and five boxes of toiletries and all of this stuff that's been a great blessing to them. So well done with that partnership. And then finally, Alpha. You've heard about Alpha. You saw the video this morning with Pastor Jay talking about this. Alpha is so critical because people, you might want to bring someone on a Sunday morning, but they, there's no real space to explore their questions. And it's just like they said in the video. And I, and I think in our day, what we're facing is not so much the challenge of, you know, you know sort of militant atheism. It's more like an, an indifferent agnosticism. Like, a, I don't know, and I don't care, and, and whatever. And Alpha is a way to say, well, would you like to explore? those questions a bit more and so last year we ran two alpha courses and had over 80 people come to alpha that is just tremendous come and explore these questions we even had some people give their life over to follow Jesus last year which is just tremendous heaven rejoices when a single life So so we're so excited about that and then this year in 2019 we actually want to run alpha three times we want to we want to give people more chances and so you heard from the video that actually at the end of January the next alpha course is beginning but next Sunday if you're like I don't know I've been kind of talking with this coworker for a while I don't want him to get freaked out is alpha the right thing you can come so this isn't for your 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 friend who doesn't believe this is for you next Sunday for lunch come and experience it see if you think oh This is amazing. I've always wondered what you guys do at Alpha. Experience that on Sunday. You need to sign up because there's only 30 spots. And then if you like it, you're ready to invite people in when the course starts in earnest at the end of January. All right. Thirdly, when when I think about a prayer focus for our congregation this year, I want us to be bold this year. And I want us to pray boldly for permanent space. Now, it's going to take some time. It, it, it might take a few years to materialize for the right partnerships to develop and all of that. But this Easter, this Palm Sunday and Easter, will mark seven years of existence as a congregation for New Life Downtown. Now, some of you, I'm seeing you. You've been here since day one, which is amazing. Uh, and you've been, you were involved when we started at that small church on South Weber, and then we moved to Palmer. And can you believe that it's been almost seven years And so I believe we are, the whole team, we've been talking about this. We think it's time to get serious about exploring uh, options for us to have permanent space. Now, maybe you're wondering, well, why does that matter? What's wrong with the school? Well, if you show up at 7 a.m. on Sunday, you might understand a little bit more about the challenges of of mobile church. And uh, and, 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 and many of you can't. But here's the thing. I, I think permanent space is important for at least two reasons. One, it, it helps us be positioned in the heart of what's happening in downtown Colorado Springs. It helps, and, and some of you know this, there's a soccer arena that's opening in the next couple of years. There's apartment complexes and, and hundreds of new units of residence, uh, residential units that are opening up in the downtown. This place is in a position to grow. And as a church, we want to say, Lord, Place us in the midst of that to be a witness to your love and a witness to your truth. So I think there's a sense in which having a more permanent space will allow us to be positioned in that way. But secondly, I really think it helps us to be prepared to be able to welcome more people. Now, when you think about this, I know some some of us, if you've been around church for a little while, you're like, I don't know, church growth, I don't want to think about this. And you have bad kind of associations as things get more structured or more organized. And you're like, oh, no, I was hoping we could just kind of chill and be cool and just be sort of informal and simple and organic and all of this stuff. Listen, you're not alone. The, the, The followers of Jesus, the disciples wanted that too. And Luke 9 tells this story where they were hoping to have this kind of chill, organic, unstructured retreat with Jesus, except for a whole multitude followed them. And then the disciples got mad and said, send the people away. And Jesus, Luke tells us, Jesus healed them. Jesus welcomed them. Jesus taught them about the kingdom of God, Luke says. And then at the end of the day, Jesus says, and now you give them something to eat. And they're like, no, I'd rather not. And it's interesting to me that the first action step that Jesus has the disciples take is about structure. He says, organize them in groups of 50. Now listen, y'all, some of you bristle at this because you chose New Life Downtown because you like how chill it is. I get it. But there's a certain point in which chill becomes no longer hospitable to new people. And it requires intentionality to be prepared. When you're throwing a party, you don't have guests come over and you're like, oh, we didn't do the dishes. Oh my gosh, I don't even know where we're gonna eat. What do we have in the fridge? You know? Intentionality is a prerequisite for hospitality. Right? And so even some of the structure that we're adding here, listen, the announcement video, I know, you're squirmy about that. Why do we have to have a video? Because live announcements were taking up eight to nine minutes of our service time. And we thought if we could say it, creatively and cleanly in three minutes that gives us five minutes back to be able to teach the scriptures to worship together to be together as the church so some of these pieces of intentionality and structure are really about preparing us to be able to welcome more listen you guys i have no interest in hitting growth quotas or numbers we don't even talk like that at new life but what I am interested in doing is faithfully welcoming all the people who are hungry and curious and interested, all of the ones that Jesus wants us to welcome, I want us to welcome. Amen? That's what this is about. Thank you for joining us today at New Life Downtown. You can return to our website at newlifechurch.org downtown to find out more about the church and how you can get connected You can email us with any questions that you have. We look forward to getting to know you a little bit better. Feel free to follow us on social media as well. We're ready to welcome you into the family of God at New Life Downtown.